Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 226, the only video game podcast with fully customizable genitalia. Oh, that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me. Cyberpunk. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's not a story that we have. No, it is not. But that um, is a thing, there really is. There, there is no story. Just the ESRB put up their rating for it. M for mature, obviously. Um, and it broke everything down. It's got violence. You can crucify. You can crucify a guy literally. It's got okay. drugs, both real and fictitious, and okay. it's got a lot of sex. And your created character, you can fully customize their their genitals. All right. I mean, that's good. I mean, it's twenty twenty, man. Yeah, might you as well be able to, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was either actually, you probably can. You somewhat could argue you can in real yeah. life. Uh, it was either that or a joke about how Xbox is having their Xbox Series X gameplay reveal tomorrow. So oh, we're just yes. going to make up what's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, uh, these companies like to do things on Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> right after the podcast happens. Yes, and, and we can't move the podcast to Thursdays because they'll, they'll just do everything on Fridays. That's true. Yeah. Uh, guys, Hello. Hello, Mifu. Hello, Sarah Anderson. Hello, Mecha Dragon. Hello, Sora Goku. Hello, CutesyC. Hello, Drone Z. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here tonight. And a special hello to Just a Hair with $2. The Not So Weekly Did Bob Forget test. Yes, I did forget, and you did remind me to turn off notifications. <laughs> uh, Jack Kinsley, Dante Mira, Sage Phoenix, uh, The Noob Gaming Experience, Ashley Mikado, uh, Trip Gould, Jason Gardner, Chris Green, Bethan Oxendale, and AJ of Fanatics 4 for all being members here on YouTube. Thanks, everyone. Uh, I'm much better at reading names in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Throughout the podcast, not going to happen. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about. Yes. Uh, I didn't know anything was happening this week until I looked up stories this morning. It snuck up on you, you know, because I, I went to go add things to the to the keep and i'm like oh yeah that happened oh yeah that happened oh yeah that happened yeah yeah uh, it's 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 been a surprisingly crazy week uh week yeah uh first off big news uh there was a big old leak huge on 4chan for nintendo retro stuff yeah uh this is broken down here by kotaku it says massive Nintendo leak reportedly includes Wii source code, developer materials, and an N64 test ROM or ROMs. What appears to be an unprecedented uh, trove of information related to several past Nintendo consoles was leaked to the internet starting last Friday. Many of the thousands of leaked files concern Nintendo's 2006 Wii console, including detailed design documents and even seemingly its source code. Such information would be of great interest to emulation enthusiasts, data miners, and anyone curious about the Japanese gaming giant's notoriously secretive past. Links to some of the files were posted on the inter internet forum 4chan. So, everybody relax. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's unclear who was responsible for leaking them or their original source, but they appear to include the Wii source code and detailed schematics of its hardware, as well as uh, hardware test demos for 1996 Nintendo 64 console and information about the internal workings of the company's 2001 GameCube platform. Why are they given the years of the platform? Uh, Just, I, I don't know. <laughs> 
quote the biggest the the biggest and craziest uh thing in this leak is the data sheets block diagram and verilog files for every component wrote a rest error reset era uh forum user called atherios in a post sharing the news verilog is a hardware description language it used is used to describe uh circuits via code so with this we can learn how every single piece of the wii was made this is very important because this is this will help wii emulation yes uh wii emulation wii uh homebrew uh that scene Mm -hmm. um things like that that's Um, true and like developing things for for wii like uh i know project uh m is that a uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl yeah. mod that has a big community? They just released a new version called Project Plus, I think. Yeah, um, that looks pretty damn cool, and I'd like to try it out. But uh, uh, that requires some Wii homebrew yeah. and Wii emulation. So. Yeah, there, there's already like I remember when the Wii came out, my friend hacked it and was able to put the homebrew channel on there. But yes. something like this will just blow the doors wide open now. So. Uh, the homebrew channel allows you to uh, plug in a hard drive to your Wii and basically download games and just play whatever you want. Uh, download games, uh, upload pirated games. Also, have it act as a as a storage dumping ground for like ripping games from the disc to the hard drive or saving your games to there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also. This this will help with emulation on the PC as well. Yeah, uh, uh, th- th- that's a way that people are able to. I think that's a way that people are playing um, Brawl now. They're playing yeah. it through emulators. That's the way people are playing Project Plus now. Uh, that's also there's some weird way where people are um, using. They have this weird way to spectate melee games. <laughs> With this like add-on that that they use a Wii for, yeah. So you can take basically the uh, the code of what's happening on screen and mimic it somewhere else. So it's like kind of like a like an advanced spectator mode for melee yeah. games. This is uh, for that as well. I know there's of course the Dolphin emulator, which is like yes. the famous GameCube emulator for a PC. Uh, I don't know how like good it is, um, especially in this day and age. Um, but with the Wii source code. You can create a like a basically just a much better version of Dolphin Emulator because you now you know not only how the Wii works but how the GameCube works as well because Wii is basically just the GameCube. Yeah, they're they're very 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 similar. Yeah, Wii is just a GameCube Plus. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's more. While the technical details contained in the leak shed light on the many at- specifics of how the Wii hardware and software operate. Anyone using it to design and build Wii retro consoles or emulators of their own would likely soon find themselves a target of Nintendo's legal department. Uh, the leak also includes, well, let's just say, uh, since now the source code is like, if this is even true, since now basically the source code is is public, if you rip that and make an emulator out of it, Nintendo can be like, look, this is exactly our yeah spec like you can't make this public and then shut it down uh the leak also why don't you read this part so i can pull it up uh on screen because this, this right. is really cool stuff the leak also includes a 
includes functioning ROMs for various N64 hardware and test demos uh, created to test or show off the 1996 console's capabilities. Uh, you can now watch footage of several of these on YouTube. One called Mirror House Cornflakes <laughs> shows a polygonal character navigating a maze while another called Morph Demo shows how the hardware handles the surfaces of 3D objects as it uh, as its size and shape changes. This this guy's YouTube channel that posted everything. Um, mm -hmm. He's got a very unorganized uh, YouTube channel. He also has like memes of the leaks, so it's hard to tell what's like a real leak and what's not. Um, this is like a he did like a speed run of one of the, of, of the Mirror House Cornflakes game. It's really just a maze, and the walls look like cornflakes. I don't know why it's called that. I don't know if he named it that. Oh no! Wait, no, that's yeah. No, I think that's the like the name of it. Hold on, go back to the tile screen. Go back to the tile screen. I think when you beat it, it just forces you back to the tile screen. Yep. No, that. Yep, that's cornflakes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's more. There's a lot more leaks that aren't mentioned in the article. This is yeah. the this is the morph. Did you say the morph demo? Yeah. Okay. So the morph demo is just a cube that turns into a sphere, mm -hmm. uh, just to show that you can change shapes uh, into each other, which is a big deal on the N64 because it was the you know Nintendo's first 3D console, and they were like, "Whoa, yeah. look at that." Um. Here's another one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what this one is. Again, this guy's unorganized. Uh, this is the NN Sample one. This guy's uh, Sebastian on YouTube. That's his name. Uh, just look up the Cornflakes demo, and I'm sure you'll find it. Um, this is just like an act, like like a 3D axis, uh, XYZ axis that has like two like space shooters. Um, and then like the N64 controller as an asset just floating around. Yeah. It looks pretty high, like a pretty high polygon count. But I don't know. Again, uh, this wasn't mentioned in the article. So I don't know if this came with it. I'd assume that it did. Here's another one called Bump Map. It's just a moon. And I guess you, it, you're supposed to see the texture on it. Uh, and then, and then he has one that's N64 leaked beta, Ura Zelda, and then Zel, yeah, Zelda, and then you click yeah. on it, and it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with, with Zelda, I mean with Link, or Boy Zelda, so clearly he's pulling a goof. Yeah. And then there's another one called Top Gun, and it's just, uh, just a plane, and that's it. Did you read the whole thing? Uh, the last thing is approximately three gigabytes of files appears to have been released, uh, but some 4chan posters there and elsewhere believe that these leaks are only a small part of a much bigger cache of proprietary company information that hasn't yet been fully released. Nintendo did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Right. Uh, so the biggest deal here is... Oh, the... and Sebastian's in the chat, by the way. Oh, yo, what up, dude? <laughs> What are you doing here? I have a playlist of these. Yo, give me that playlist, bro. Yeah. 
so which ones are are they all legit? Yeah, let us know like <laughs> us which know ones are which like ones are the, the good real ones, man. test demos and which ones are like you meme in the YouTube channel. Yeah. Let me find that playlist. Good work, my guy. Yeah. Uh anyway, yeah, the biggest deal is the is the Wii stuff. Yeah. That that's gonna that's gonna help all even I mean, even though th- these people are gonna get shut down like crazy. Yeah. I um mean, just because they're gonna get shut down, like doesn't mean that's gonna stop them from like tinkering with it and posting their findings. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I found his playlist. Yeah. Uh Oh, here's some songs. Here's the Mirror House Cornflakes. Uh, leaked demo Sound Monkey. All right, I'm not playing any sounds. Uh, leaked demo Morph Face. Ooh. So it's kind of like the uh, Morph demo, but it's with faces. That looks terrible. <laughs> New Snake. So I guess this all comes from the from the 4chan leak. Ooh, this yeah. is just a game of Snake. If you ever wanted to play Snake on the N64, here you go, man. There you go. Uh, title wrecked 2D. I feel like I've seen this. I've seen this on like a uh, Unseen 64 or something. It's like a picture of a cafe that you yeah. can like that you can like look around and stuff. There's another one that's like a. Oh, here's the here's the original. We Weather Channel. Uh, I remember those days. Where you just go to the We Weather Channel yeah. and just spin the globe around and be like, this is so cool. Another uh, a little puzzle game. That's, that's a lot. Why is there so much? Here's just a teapot. Does this bring you back to your uh, film school days, Will? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, to understand that reference, I in my film school days, we used to watch movies that were literally just like one object for like five minutes. And that was art. Uh, and this one, I think this is the last one. Uh, oh, wait. No, that teapot is actually a very famous teapot. Excuse in me? Dig- in digital rendering. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Um, that British guy, Tom Scott, did a video of it years ago. That's like, I forgot the name of the teapot, but that's actually a famous teapot when rendering 3d graphics like they use that exact teapot oh i'd pull yeah. up his video but he he has a uh, copyright yeah stuff uh i'll have to look that up later yeah uh it's in like every pixar movie too oh my god look at the friggin' yeah. shadow <laughs> uh anyway this last one high rezo this is uh, a picture of a pikachu plushie that just <laughs> Goes through various different resolutions. This looks pretty high res for uh for an N sixty four. It was, I mean, it probably is. And then you know, for the final, I mean, this might be before they had the final specs. Yeah, and like this is also yeah. being played in an emulator. True. So, but still, this is this one's bizarre. This one, this one weirds me out. So yeah, I don't know what the significance of a lot of these N64 leaks. Uh, oh, he, Sebastian says, I'm not even done with the uploads yet. There's still more. Jesus. So I guess go to Sebastian's YouTube channel. For Friday, yeah. he will have a mega, mega stream. You know what? I think I'm going to subscribe. 
I want to see that mega stream. Um, Random11 says, it's the hello world of 3D graphics. What does that mean? Uh, I will look what, what that means. No, in the chat says, how do they get the leaks? Uh, there's a There was a 4chan post. Nobody knows how that yeah. guy got the leaks. Um, but again, the biggest deal is is the is the Wii stuff. So that'll that'll help with homebrew and emulators and whatnot. So we'll see a lot of cool stuff coming out of that community in the future, as long as they don't get shut down. Well, uh, did you see? Because there's another there was another part of the leaks where it had like a PowerPoint presentation on like the Wii. No, I did not see uh, that. I just part. put I just put the link to it in the keep. It's a Nintendo Life article. The big thing about the it's basically like a PowerPoint presentation on like you know what their intentions for the Wii were oh i remember this the, yes the biggest part of it was they revealed why they use friend codes this is this is nintendo's ignorance <laughs> distilled in one powerpoint slide yeah <laughs> so it says uh the friend code so this is back when the Wii came out yes okay so this is them what i remember when the Wii came out and the internet on consoles was still kind of in in its infancy but it, it was it, in its infancy but sony and microsoft both knew that just let them have traditional screen the, names sony and microsoft were still light years ahead of nintendo yeah uh anyway uh here's nintendo trying to trying to figure things out they're being the the hello fellow kids right here yeah uh the friend code to realize the quote friend function 12 digit quote friend codes are used at first there were op opinions that instead of 12 digit numbers a freely chosen screen name would be better Problems with using screen names include there is a high probability of duplicate screen names. Duh. When this happens, multiple re-entries are required. Uh, conflicts with simple principle. Uh, so conflicts with simple names. Uh, also, it's possible to guess someone's screen name by trying different variations of their actual name. Conflicts with comfortable principle. So this was their reasoning for not using regular screen names. Uh, per Nintendo Life, essentially, Nintendo believed that having to try out numerous screen names to get something you want might be too confusing or frustrating for the Wii's audience. As it's possible for a stranger to guess someone's screen name, Nintendo also considered that the screen names could go against their comfortable principle, which resolves around ensuring players have peace of mind when playing online. Of course... After the Wii, the Wii U allowed players to use their own screen names, seemingly going against the ideas uh, put forward during the Wii era. With it the Switch. did? Yes. Remember? No. You can, you can select your own screen name for the Wii U. I don't remember that. Yeah. Is that how you would get to play with other people? Yep. I through, don't through remember that at all. Good old-fashioned gamer tag. I think I only got... I, I would only play my Wii U with like one other person. I know. I know. Um, but with the switch, things have reverted back to the friend codes uh, mentality. So why I saw I don't remember what website said it, but it basically put it like this: because the switch, the switch, and the Wii were like the casual systems for everyone. They made online simple by just creating a code for you that just makes it hard to put in. But at least you have it ahead of time with the Wii U, since that was more of a hardcore system. They just let the hardcore fans create their screen name on their own so let's resolve nintendo's problems right now <laughs> a high probability of duplicate screen names just pick another screen name 
that's how we've yeah. been doing it. It's perfect. I guess they don't want people to be like disappointed when they yeah. when they uh don't get the screen name that they want. It's kind of like in class when they make you break off into groups. The yeah. people who get to pick a partner are happy, and the people who don't have any friends are not happy. <laughs> there's, uh, a, there's a simple solution for this in that there was a game on the Wii called The Conduit, mm-hmm. and like it had remember. online multiplayer, and you know it used friend codes because, of course, it did. But in the game, it, you can create a screen name that layers on top of your friend code. Yes. So that if you know your friend sees you online, they can just um, enter in your screen name rather than your friend code. So that's how it works on Xbox, also. Yes. Uh, you everybody has a gamer tag, but underneath that game, that just redirects to a big long like hex code. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's screen, everybody's game, Xbox Live tag is actually like a big long hex code. On PlayStation, they effed up, and everybody's gamer tag is their gamer tag. Is their gamer like? Yeah. That's why for the longest time you couldn't change names on your PlayStation account. You still technically can't. There's like all this red tape around like changing your screen name on mm-hmm. PlayStation because it doesn't actually change your screen. It just kind of redirects. They messed up. PlayStation yeah. messed up. Microsoft yeah. knows what they're doing because they're friggin', you know, they're they're Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's no reason why you can't just have a name layered on top of your friend code. Yeah. You know, uh, or a unique name. Or why not just give people the option, you know? And it's weird because on Switch, you technically can have like a, a screen name, but it does nothing. Yeah, it's just your name. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just to be like, oh, that's the guy that I wanted to add. Also, it's possible to guess someone's name by trying uh, different variations. How about just have better uh, sec- security or parental yeah. controls? You know, and like- no, it's not because gamers always pick something like you know, X Minion Killer X seven four twelve. You know, like I have it so you know, like people when people add me, it just goes into a folder and I never see yeah. it. You know, like um. Or if you don't want your kid to get uh, a million friend codes, freaking turn that off. Or give them the option to have parental yeah. control so that you can't do that. Yeah, but I, I guess they know that most parents are dumb. Or I shouldn't say dumb. They don't know what's happening on the console. Right. You know, like imagine our parents trying to figure out parental controls on a on a freaking uh, on a video game system. Yeah. No. My my our mom. Uh, called me to alert, to try and figure out how to send a message in Instagram. <laughs> so that ain't happening. We kind of grew up right when, like, we got of age right when the ESRB, like, became a thing. Well, that became a thing when we were still in, like, elementary school. Yeah, but our parents, like, stopped caring about yeah. the content we were watching around, yeah, around no. that time. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were, they got us Mortal Kombat and stuff, and that was the biggest thing that everybody was complaining about yeah. was Mortal Kombat. Because I guess they're like, it's cartoon blood. Who cares? Grand Theft Auto was probably the biggest deal, but right. we didn't even by play then, that. By and, then, well, by then, we were in high school. Yeah, we were so. playing uh, San Andreas was the only... I mean, I played Grand Theft Auto 2, but uh, yeah. that didn't really count. San Andreas was the one that was a problem. And uh, yeah, we were of age then. Yeah. And dad watched us play it once and he was like, get that, get the, uh, get the ambulance, run some people yeah. over. <laughs> um, 
Anyway. Yeah. So that's where did that come from? Where did that leak come from? Uh, 4chan. <laughs> that was part of the same. That was part of it. Yeah. I'd like to see more of that presentation. Anyway. All right. Th so those were the big leaks. I think this is a separate leak. So I made it a separate story. Okay. Uh, what happened? Here it is. Uh, yeah. So this is rumor concept art of axed chic and boo projects by retro studio surface so there's a lead concept art for a chic game you know zelda girl yes. zelda girl zelda and uh a boo project a boo from mario but it's mm -hmm. his whole game uh this is of nintendo life which i i tried not to do a nintendo life article because I use them too much, but they have all these great pictures. The article is laid out so well. How could I yeah. not? Retro Studios has been hard at work on Metroid Prime 4 ever since development was scrapped and restarted last year. But there was a, a time long ago when the talented team was apparently working on Legend of Zelda, a Legend of Zelda game starring Sheik and a Super Mario game about mischievous ghost Boo. Uh, according to our friends at Shine Sparkers, concept art of both of these rumored projects was has now surfaced online. The links uh, the Metroid fan site received reportedly point to an online portfolio by Sammy Hall, a former Retro Studios pre-production artist who is known for uh, previously assisting with the Nintendo Wii titles Metroid Prime 3 Corruption and Donkey Kong Country Returns. He put them on his... Um, what's it called uh his like his portfolio page yeah uh, so i don't he's could he get in trouble for that no oh. if the game's out he can put that on his portfolio no no no. but there he put the chic project in the boo project if it's officially canceled i think you can oh okay yeah i mean there might be like a statute of limitations like they might yeah that, that too you, yeah i think i think i've seen some companies do like five years or like i know like with the marvel movies yeah. like uh they don't post their stuff unless uh marvel posts it yeah or sony posts it anyway uh the artwork is said to be pre-production art for a canceled zelda project dated somewhere between 2005 and 2008 and a canceled boo project around the same time of 2006 to 2007 the details about the boo game are rather limited hall titled one of the sketches as quote tiny stuff for tiny handheld resolutions which suggests the game was planned for the nintendo ds at the time i was going to guess that because when you when i pull it up later you'll see that yeah uh, a, a boo game it looks like perfectly suited for a ds um some boo concept art was titled quote possession powers and broomies uh and there's also a drawing of a world map the Zelda project was supposedly aiming to be, quote, 10 times wider than the average. Weirder. Weirder. Good. That weirder. Makes... Weirder. Yes, that makes a lot more sense. Then the average entry had the game got off the ground. The story would have been set within the, quote, bad ending of the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And would have explored the journey of the last Sheikah while Dark Gerudo are quote giving their 100 year birth to get it <laughs> and the game was planned to be an action jrpg title 
Interesting. The hundred year birth of Ganon. Is that just Breath of the Wild? No. Zelda timeline's all messed up. Yeah. Hold on. I'll look it up. Below is a look at some of the concept art from these games. If you want to see more, head over to Sammy Hall Profile and Art Station. Art Station is the word I was looking for before. It seems like really dangerous to put all this stuff on your art station. Anyway, this game looks freaking sweet. So I don't think this is Zelda. Me, like, yeah, no, chic. it looks... It looks like a chic. Or it a looks chic noticeably one. much more masculine. There, well, yeah, there's a beard, but I, yeah. I, I couldn't tell if that was a fake beard. But yeah. still, like, they said it's the last Sheikah, so what are Sheik's like freaking assassins? I guess. I mean, that makes sense. So, yeah, this looks absolutely freaking gorgeous. Um, yeah, there's a Sheikah with a big giant beard. I don't see how this... I could see why this would be canceled, because Nintendo would be like, uh, I mean... You know, it's a little dark. <laughs> yeah. This looks beautiful. Oh. Yeah, this looks freaking I would have I would have loved this game. And there's also the bloop JRPG though. Oh, it's true. I was like I'm looking at this and it looks like an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. You know. Especially this. Um The Boo game looks cute as hell. The assets look like really like uh cartoony and like weird like uh and like really like tim burton type distorted you know yeah uh yeah it looks like a it looks like a handheld game here's some more assets the boo is like extra cartoony looking mm-hmm. yeah it uh, doesn't follow the uh the traditional style guide this right here this one, you'll see it on, on the stream in a minute. Okay. This one looks like something out of, uh, I want to say Yoshi's Island. Like one of the enemies in Yoshi's Island. I'm waiting for it to appear on stream. I'm just circling it with the mouse. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this is, uh, this is cute. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad that all this was canceled. Uh, that was probably canceled because it didn't adhere to the style guide. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm getting like Luigi's Mansion vibes. Yeah, but everyone, everything in Luigi's Mansion that's a recognizable character still looks like it can fit into any of the other games. Yeah, I guess the boo is like too iconic to be messed around with like yeah. this, but that's an easy fix. Just adhere to the style guide, you know? Yeah. Uh, we did get a Luigi's Mansion title on the, what, 3DS? Dark Moon? Yes. So there's Luigi's Mansion, then Dark Moon, and then three. Yes. I'm not messing that up. I'm not messing up the timeline. There wasn't. No, that's right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, that wouldn't have interfered with this at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. I guess. uh, uh, Majora's Mask was like the darkest you can get with Zelda, and then they were like, "Let's do this. Let's take it a step further." And then Nintendo was like, "Nah, we're good." So the time where like. The dark timeline of Legend of Zelda start, you know, after Link is defeated in Ocarina, then it goes into a link to the past, then a link between worlds, and then the very first Zelda game, and then Adventure of Link. So it would have been that timeline. That's I, I hate the Zelda timeline. I know. 
Um, so Retro didn't do a, they had like before we knew that they were working on Metroid Prime Four, they had like a long gap where they were where they we didn't know what the hell they were doing. They were a support studio for a while. Like they helped out with like Mario Kart, and they were they were primarily doing Donkey Kong games. Right. So, uh, I, 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 there's probably a lot more stuff like this that, uh, that, that retro has worked on that we will probably see like five years from now. Well, famously when retro first on the first Metroid prime before Nintendo bought them, they had like a, a group of games like in development and they all got canceled. Yeah. So they can work on Metroid prime. So, I mean, yeah, they've got to have just like, you know, drives and drives of like design documents and stuff for like unused games it's interesting because we see them as like such like a like a big deal like yeah like they all they they frequently make great nintendo games mm -hmm. uh and nintendo is over there shooting down all the stuff that they're, <laughs> that they're pitching um anyway yeah that's all we got for nintendo leaks i think right for now. For now, yes. For Who now. knows? Like tomorrow, there's a big leak or whatever. I'm a big fan of these concept art leaks, though. I like seeing uh, old yeah, those are projects cool. like this, especially with like this like breadth of uh, pieces posted. Like, there's a lot of stuff here for for this one project. Yeah. Or these two projects. Uh, anyway, we got some super chats here. Yes. We got about 47 pandas. That's too many pandas. With $5, I just got a Razer Ripjaw HD capture card, but when it captures 1080p 60 frames per second on my Switch, it gets all choppy. Any idea? Yeah, you got a Razer Ripjaw. No, I don't <laughs> know. I've never used a Razer Ripjaw before. Never even heard of it. Choppy? Uh, what type of processor are you using? So, like, I know on, like, OBS and certain capture softwares, you can change uh, whether you're using your processor to process you know your video or you can use your graphics card maybe try switching to the graphics card if you have a beefy graphics card um yeah i don't know i don't know what i don't know much about the razor ripjaw but it, it sounds like you might need a quad core processor or something because i know the elgato requires a quad core to, to run well uh ricardo fire fodger thank you for becoming a member here on youtube doggo with three dollars hmm interesting Thank you, doggo. Uh, <laughs> and Adriano with the five ruples, I'm going to guess to remind us about Doggerai. Hey, hello, Bob. I'm sorry. I did not understand your question. Thank you very much. Doggerai, new game for Switch Game Boy tribute. <laughs> gotcha. Thank you, Adriano. Get called that one from a mile away. <laughs> um, oh, about 47 pandas. Uh, GTX 1080 Ti. Uh yeah, try switching to uh or wait, what is the rip jaw? That's a it's the it's the rip saw. Rip saw? Is yeah, it, I, is there two I, different ones? No, it's just the rip saw. He he did a typo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh is it USB? It looks like it yeah, it's USB. Oh, I just oh, it's USB C. Make sure you're plugging it into uh, yeah. at least a USB 3.0 port. Yeah, USB 3.0 connectivity for zero latency output and maximum details. Yeah, make sure you're plugging it into a USB 3.0 port. 
And if you already have it plugged into one, try plugging it into a different one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, restart the computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, try try see if there's a setting to change to... I forgot what it's called, but you can change the rendering mode to your graphics card. X286, I think, is the CPU, and then you can change it to NVIDIA something or other. Mecha Dragon with $5. Uh, Bob, you got to buy Levelhead. It's basically an indie Super Mario Maker. No, uh, Oh, Maker. I was about to say, no, I don't, because I thought you were going <laughs> to say Paper Mario. Oh, I know this game. I know this. I've seen this game. There's a lot of like indie Paper Mario stuff. There's one. There was one. Uh, what was it called? I saw it like two years ago. Uh, it had Zelda play style it had metroid play style oh i know which one you're talking about that was cool but that one i remember yeah it never came to switch they put it on steam and then that was it and then mario maker got announced and i guess they like gave up yeah uh all right i think we're ready to keep going here sweet next up we got ea Good old Electronic Arts. They're the set to best lo- video game publisher said no one ever. The, the 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 frequently rated best company on the globe. Mm-hmm. We got EA. They're set to launch quote multiple titles on Nintendo Switch in 2020. Uh I guess we're going to start with a quote. And we're also planning to deliver for more Nintendo fans with multiple EA games set to launch. What happened? What disconnected on my computer? Why did Electronic it- Arts annou- <laughs> uh, recently announced its EA Play live stream conference would be going all digital this year. While we've been trying to not to get our hopes up for any announcements related to Nintendo's beloved hybrid system, our expectations are now quickly changing. The third-party video game giant has just released its Q4 finance, uh, fiscal year results, and during its conference call, the company apparently said there were multiple EA titles set to launch on the Switch this year. Uh, yep, multiple games. Here's the scoop, courtesy of Gematsu. I said that right? Gematsu. Gematsu. Uh, from and there's a tweet from EA's uh, Q4 uh, call, and there's a picture, and it's highlighted in red. Oh, let me pull that up. I got it. Uh, we expect to announce additional titles in fiscal year uh, 21 over the coming months, including an unannounced EA Sports title, an additional EA HD title, four EA Partners titles, and two mobile soft launches. Wait, 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 wait. That's not just Switch stuff. Correct. Okay. Correct. I care significantly less. <laughs> uh, in addition to our unannounced uh, fiscal year 21 releases, we will see platform expansions for our current EA titles, plus the release of our previously announced Medal of Honor VR title in partnership with Oculus. Okay. Also not Switch related necessarily uh then there's this follow-up tweet from gamatsu saying during the conference call electronic arts said info on ea sports titles on ps5 and xbox series x is coming soon plus multiple ea titles set to launch on switch this year uh where 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 did you leave off 
uh, before the tweet. Yeah. Then, then then I read the tweet, and then he says, and then yeah, I guess after the tweet is where we would pick up. Where do we start with our requests? A re-release of Mass Effect trilogy, and even with the fourth entry would be okay. I don't know about that. Or how about something like The Sims? The Sims would do insane on the Switch. Yeah. Look at Animal Crossing right now. Or an entry from Plants vs. Zombies God and Warfare series. Uh, we don't need that. We're cool without that. Uh, maybe some Need for Speed games or Battlefield. The you know, you, you're not Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, but that was like a very popular game when that came out. It was. It was like one of, of the few online multiplayer games that didn't nickel and dime players. So there was Plants vs. Zombies, which did amazing. Yes, which is a very good game. That, But that was like a, what was that? A Flash game that was like bought by EA? No, with the the mobile developer that EA bought, yeah, Popcap. Oh, Popcap is a mobile developer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it was their game. Yeah. So it was a mobile game, and then it was uh, bought by EA, and then EA just ripped that IP to shreds. They well, put yeah, it like, everywhere. Well, yeah, like they do everything, and it sold a lot. Yeah. Plants for Zombies was massively popular, yeah. and then they were like, "How could we make this more? How can we make a second one and make it more mainstream?" And they made Garden Warfare. Well, they made Plants for Zombies 2. And then they made Garden Warfare. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Garden, Warf- Garden Warfare was there to capitalize on, like, the Call of Duty crowd. But, like, when I worked at GameStop mm-hmm. at that time, all these parents would come in and be like, my kid wants Call of Duty. It's rated M. I don't want to get them Call of Duty. What <laughs> do you have? And I would say, you're out of luck. <laughs> I yeah. would say, here's Brink. It's rated T. <laughs> Nobody likes this game, but it's the only rated T shooter. And that's where Garden Warfare comes in. Yeah. Uh anyway. Burnout remastered. That's not coming to Switch, is it? It is. Oh, it is. We know we knew that. Yeah. I watched the trailer for it this afternoon, actually. <laughs> so there you go. That's the first of EA's uh ever growing catalog on the Switch. Yeah. They're about three years too late. But it's about time EA starts talking about Nintendo Switch. Yeah. What are some titles we want from them, even? I could care less, really. They got uh, sports games. That's, like, the biggest thing that they're holding back right now. Maybe Dead Space, the the Dead Space trilogy, although they pretty much shot that thing in the head. Um, It's surprising they didn't put Battlefield on there or Need for Speed. Activision's got to put Call of Duty on the Switch. It, 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 and it then made, EA will be like, all right, maybe we'll put Battlefield. True, yeah. It makes no sense that Call of Duty is still not on the Switch. Yeah. It, no uh, sense at all. Uh, especially, like, they've been using this... I mean, they keep modifying their engine, but, like... I mean, it's got to yeah. be able to run on really low-power PCs. Yeah. So. I mean, remember the Wii days when they would get the nerfed version of... Uh, yeah. Of all of the Call of Duty games? Yeah. But that was a lot of work. Now I, I feel like now they just need to make a low-powered version of a yeah. Of, now of a it PC wouldn't port. be. I mean, it would be work, but it would probably be. It would be much closer to the the main game. Yeah, yeah. No. I've been having way too much fun playing Warzone. Warzone is great. Uh, I'm loving it. What? Someone in the chat mentioned uh, Skate Three, and uh, we will get to that later today. But that's a, that's a series that I think would do great on switch uh correct yeah um yeah i don't yeah i don't know what else i want from ea i don't think there's much 
Yeah, no. I think I'm pretty happy with uh, my Switch library right now. Yeah. <laughs> there again, it's too little, too late. Like you should have been yeah. talking about this stuff two or three years ago, at least maybe, two years ago. Maybe like a a, a brand new Star Wars game. Oh, that's EA. another thing. They have the exclusive Star Wars rights, but like, right. Um, they just completely ruined that. They 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 they, they were given like a freaking gold mine, and they just ignored it. Well, eventually they made Jedi Fallen Order, which was very good. True. I, and apparently, I, I'm, giving, I'm not giving them enough credit. Jedi Fallen Order was a was a good move. Apparently, they fixed Battlefront, and it's a much better game than when it launched. Yeah, I'm hearing good things about Battlefront. I don't know. I haven't played it, but I'm hearing good things about it. Um, but even still, like, if it's not, they don't have a, a single Star Wars game on the Switch. Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy are from LucasArts directly. Yeah, and they're the only Star Wars games on the Switch. If you don't count Star Wars Pinball. <laughs> That's true. And we're getting Pod Racer. Yeah, which again is from Lucasfilm directly. Yeah. And then, you know, the Skywalker saga, Lego Skywalker saga, but that's Lego. It's it's very sad, the, the yeah. state of uh, Star Wars games right now. Star yeah. Wars games were thriving when LucasArts was at their peak. There yeah. were so many great Star Wars games. Well, anyway, uh, that's it for EA. We, yeah. we got $5 from John Halstead. Hey, Bob, would it be okay to use your green screen audio for a cover? So sure, dude. Whatever, man. It's it's there for the people. On my Twitter, I have a green screen video of me uh, doing... Uh, oh, I can pull it up right now. Doing this. Oh, no, I can't do it. Here. Doing this. Whoa! Did, did you... Whoa! I'm sure it'll be funny when it shows up on my screen. <laughs> Whoa! That's crazy. That this is crazy. And there's a there's another one too, but uh, I'm not playing them all. But yeah, you can find that on my Twitter and use it for whatever you want. Mm -hmm. There's another one of me just going what? Like I pull the green screen down. Anyway, yeah. um, we're plowing through these stories. Let's keep moving on to Mario 64. Getting a 4K PC port. What? And the original article I had for this uh, had a video that was taken down. So already, it's not looking good for this 4K yeah. PC port. This is according to videogameschronicle.com. A fully functional MC a Mario 64 PC port has been released. A fan-made PC version enables native 4K resolutions and ultra-widescreen support. Uh, the fan-made port which uh, was first shared on social media sites this weekend was made possible by a 2019 recompilation project with soft fans reverse engineer the game's source code. Unlike PC emulators, which Im uh, imitate the conditions of the original N64 hardware, the DirectX 12 powered port allows players to run Mario 64 at hot, uh, far higher resolutions without compromise, such as native 4K or in ultra-widescreen mode. Interesting. Uh, players can also use modern peripherals to play the game, such as Microsoft's Xbox One controller. Hmm. Uh, it's even possible to add modern visual effects to Super Mario 64 via third-party uh, app Reshade, 
including primitive ray tracing. Wow. The native PC port should also have significant implications for Mario 64's active mod community, which had previously required an emulator for its projects. It's not yet clear if Mario 64 release uh, uh, has if the Mario 64 release has any relation to a recent significant leak of Nintendo uh, legacy console data, or if the timing is coincidental. Uh, well, I don't know if that leak had anything to do with the N64 stuff. Well, the leak had like the N64 test demos. Yeah, but like we shown. No, I don't think it had anything to do with the Mario. This Mario 64. Right. Yeah. No. This is this is a coincidence. The data could, in theory, be used to create illegal clone hardware about able to run software and operate exactly like the original systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I, I skipped a paragraph. According to various sources, over two terabytes of data was allegedly leaked onto the anonymous forum. That's just 4chan. recapping the, the Nintendo leak. Yeah, but it says original source code for Nintendo 64, GameCube, and Wii, but we only knew about the Wii. Hmm. Where did this other stuff come from? virtual console no well anyway the pc emulation community could also theoretically use the data to improve their software to so so that it imitates the original systems perfectly however since the leaked documentation has been illegally obtained this would uh, put them in a murky territory Mario 64 is set to be re-released for Nintendo Switch later this year as part of the Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary. That is a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why they're stating it as fact. Uh, as first revealed by VGC, uh, Nintendo will reveal plans to re-release most of Super Mario's 35-year back catalog this year remastered for the Nintendo Switch, including 1997 Super Mario 64. 2002's Super Mario Sunshine and 2007 Super Mario Galaxy. I thought Mario 64 was two, uh, 1996. It is 1996. So what, the, what the hell? What's going on with this article, man? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Oh, Europe, 1997. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I know what's going on with this article. <laughs> Nintendo will also release several other Mario titles in 2020. Uh, okay, it's a rumor, man. All right, I'm done. Um, But here's the actual footage of the game. After this ad plays. Uh, Honestly, it looks like what it looks like in an emulator to me. uh, Except that it's widescreen. Yeah. It's not Um, 4x3. The the thing is, like... I don't know, at least for me, discerning between 4K and 1080p at this screen size doesn't make a difference. Right. Like you can't really tell. Um, I mean, it looks good. So, so not taking that away from them. When you're playing N64 games in an emulator on your computer, if you have, yeah. a, you know, a computer that can do 1080p or 4k, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's, I don't know why I said that everybody's going to do 1080p. You can see really sharp polygons and it looks really good, mm-hmm. but the textures are still ass and the, yeah. uh, the assets are still ass. And that's what we're seeing here. <laughs> this game is in desperate need of a remaster because these textures are terrible. Yeah. Um, I think there are texture packs you can get for this game, but uh, you need you need to run them in an emulator. Yeah. So I, 
think that's something that they should do on the freaking PC port. Why not? Why wouldn't they do that? Well, I feel like if they're going to fix the texture pack, that's going to be like a whole other can of worms because they got to like find the textures. They got to like map them correctly to everything. Well, it exists, but for emulators. Right. Um. Also, the uh, Xbox controller support is awesome. Uh, you can kind of do that in emulators, but like yeah. uh, the C, the C, the the right stick is the C buttons. Yeah, and that which is the camera, like... and it's not good. Yeah, this it looks like the camera is way smoother. Yeah, like actual camera controls, like you would expect on a modern game. Yeah, well, isn't usually a Lakitu in the corner? Doesn't he usually have the C buttons around him? Like the, I if think you so. hit, yeah, if you yeah. hit them, it looks yeah. like you're using the right stick like you would in a free look third person game. Yeah. So that probably that's the my biggest problem with playing Mario sixty four is the camera is just atrocious. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's why I think that, like usually like remasters like you don't really need a remaster. I'm cool with like having like pretty like old school looking graphics, mm-hmm. but Mario sixty four needs updated textures and. It needs that well, camera fixed. I don't necessarily think it would need a updated textures because that will change it from being like Mario sixty four. You know, that, that's, that's part of the visual look of Mario sixty four. But but it was a it was a limitation. Like right. It, it wasn't supposed to look like this. <laughs> it was like they went, oh, we ran out of space. Oops. I guess we'll just make everything look terrible. <laughs> um. But if we get a complete remake this year, I think that'd be even That would be interesting. That'd be even better. Yeah. I'm cool with a remaster, but a remake would be insane. Uh, Mr. A-Game gave us two, uh, three Aussies. Oi! He says, played this yesterday. It was unreal. I get it. It's because <laughs> the, the, the YouTube channel's unreal. Yeah. Oh God. oh, God help me. Is this made in Unreal? I don't think so. They didn't mention anything about Unreal in that article. Yeah. But they did say DirectX. Uh, I would like to play it. I think it's... That YouTube video was uh, was taken down. I'd be surprised if the download for this was still up. Oh, it'd be amazing if the download was still up because Nintendo is very good at like taking that crap down. Yeah. Mr. A Game, DM me a link to where you got it. <laughs> uh... I would like to give it a shot. I also uh there's a there's a Mario 64 uh uh multiplayer mod where you can play up to like 25 people. Really? Like in the game. Yeah, and then they have a bunch of Mario characters in it. And there's also an Ocarina of Time multiplayer mod that is surprisingly easy to get running. Uh which I've tried, I dabbled in that, and that was actually pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I want to give. I just want to give this a, a little taste. I want to give it a little shot. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm more excited for these supposed uh, Mario games to come out later this year. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Although the new consoles are gonna be out then. True. So I'm gonna have a very busy end of the year. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's it for this story. Uh, Nobby says Nintendo hacker was found and shot down by the FBI ten hours ago. Oh, so he's dead. <laughs> rip, rip FBI. Oh uh, man, R.I.P. Nintendo hacker, hero. Um, 
this is a fun little thing that I don't have an article for, but I just wanted to talk about. Okay. You know Jeff Keeley's uh got his Summer Games Fest now? Yes. That is a thing that is happening. Will, what year. is it? Tell everybody everything you know. About. Um basically it's a big festival that's happening in the summer. It's all about video games. It's a so summer it, games fest. <laughs> I feel like he's been he's had this in motion for a while. Yeah. But uh it's kind of taking the place of E three, it feels like. Or it's trying I to take feel the place like of E three. If E three were to happen this year, this would also still be occurring. Yes. I yeah. agree. I just now that E three is not happening, this is uh this is kind of trying to take the spotlight away from that. This mm-hmm. and IGN has their own thing that they're doing. Yeah. Um But yeah, we knew that uh we we knew that Jeff Keeley was distancing distancing himself from E three already. Mm-hmm. And now this was probably why. Uh, anyway, Summer Games Fest. It's from May to August 2020. Yes. Uh, and it seems like developers and console manufacturers are releasing information that whole time. It's it, yeah. it it's not going to happen E3 week like we thought it would. It looks like it's going to be a rollout over these next few months. Yeah. Uh, which is less exciting. But uh, here we go. Uh, Jeff Keighley did an AMA on Reddit. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but we got Inside Xbox May 7th, which is tomorrow. That's yeah, where that's gonna... uh, what I was referencing uh, to earlier in the show. This is going to be a uh, first look at gameplay footage from the Series X. Correct. So pop that in 4K on your uh, computer Yep. and see what these new games are going to be. Uh Everybody's hoping for Halo, uh, Halo I, Infinite. Six. Yeah, no, I think it is going to be Halo Infinite is what yeah. they're going to show off. I mean, because, yeah, it's Halo. But they're going to have one a month, I believe, Xbox. Yeah, Xbox is going to have one thing a month. Well, on- they're doing, I forgot I forgot the exact name that Phil Spencer uh, called it, but it's like Xbox 2020 initiative where they're just going to keep rolling out news mm-hmm. on the Xbox Series X until it launches. They're doing, uh, I think they said one inside xbox a month about the series x until the series x comes out uh and then there's also sunrise number one join jeff Keeley for a sunrise game reveal what is that i don't know but you can add it to your apple calendar your google calendar or your outlook calendar Does sunrise mean anything or is that just what they're calling these i don't know that's may 12th uh in june they got steam game festival summer games edition a summer edition play and uh Wish list upcoming PC games on Steam. Uh, is that to go along with the summer Steam sale, or is that just there will probably be a sale around this? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's just my guess. June eleventh, Cyberpunk two thousand uh, twenty seventy seven. Uh, tune in for a special broadcast on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven from CD Projekt Red. That's pretty cool. There you go. You can see how to how to customize your genitals. <laughs> June eleventh, also. Uh, EA Play. So this is E3 time, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that explains why there's a lot going on. So EA Play will be happening on this whole thing. Yeah. But that, that's the only thing that's E3 time on this list. Other companies, I guess, will probably release stuff around then as we Yeah, and I'm like- sure like there will be more added to this Summer Games Fest as time goes on. Because right now it's like looking slimish. Yeah, we don't have uh, anything uh, about Xbox's June or July or August. Yeah. 
Also, uh, they're calling this phase one. Yes. So the, the, the participating partners or participating publishers at the bottom, uh, we got Xbox, Warner Brothers, Steam, Square Enix, CD Projekt Red, Activision, 2K, Namco, Bandai, everybody, basically everybody. Yeah. Um, and they said this is just phase one. There's going to be more partners mm-hmm. as this goes on. July, we got Tenocon, uh, Digital Extremes updates Warframe players on what's next. Tenno is the name of the characters in uh, Warframe. Right. Uh, Gamescom in August opening night live. Uh, Jeff Keighley teams up with Gamescom to host the spectacular industry-wide finale to Summer Games Fest. And uh, Gamescom was is an, an all-digital event now. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they got so far. Again, it's just phase one, so they're going to have more stuff available. This is part of what we have to look forward to instead of E3. Uh, I'd like to also note that that was, we're looking at summergamefest.com. Yes. Now, if you go to summergamesfest.com, it's a picture of a plate of cheese balls and a hot dog and a taco shell. (laughs) And that was the first thing I did was I typed in Summer Games Fest and I was like, oh, I guess I typed the wrong thing. Well, I tried going to it and it's saying page not found. Summer Games Fest? Yeah. I swear to God, this is what I get when I type in summer games. So I, I clicked on your tweet, and now I got the picture of the uh, the hot dog and cheese balls. Okay, good. But a, a hot dog and a taco shell. We must be specific about that. <laughs> it's a Dorito Locos taco yes. shell. It looks like, uh, which you can just buy in stores now. You can. Uh, it's not like the official. Um, what's it called? The, the Taco Bell, um, whatever. What's that company? El Paso Taco makes like their own version of it, ah. and it tastes exactly the same. Uh, they also do Hint of Lime tortilla shells, which I had last night, and they are Ooh, great. We yeah. like Hint of Lime chips. Yeah. We stand that. Um, but yeah, back on topic. I literally just went to the URL for Summer Game Fest, added the extra S, and I hit enter, and it goes nowhere. That's weird. Is it? Is yeah. oh, that might be a secure site. That's why it might be yeah. HTTPS, and this one's not secure because it's just a picture. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it was. I don't know what the deal is with that. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great looking hot dog. Yeah. In a taco shell. Maybe I'll not a taco. Hot dogs tomorrow night. Sorry. <laughs> one last thing about Summer Games Fest. Summer Game Fest. I'm sorry, it's not yeah. Games Fest. We know that now. Even though it should be, because there's more than one game being presented. Yes. Uh, somebody saw that and was like, oh, Jeff Keighley didn't get Games Fest. I guess I'll get that URL. Yeah. Uh, anyway, during his AMA, mm-hmm. uh, what am I reading here? Uh, he just, yeah, he did an AMA. And somebody asked, will Nintendo be there? And then he said, Nintendo is always welcome. What does that mean, Will? What could that tell you? It means they're not coming. They're not coming. No. Or they weren't. Uh, they were. They're, they're not. They're not there. They're not, they're not in going. the plans. No, they're right not now. going. I'm sure. I'm sure he did send an invite to them, and I'm sure Nintendo looked at it and said, "That's cute. We'll just do our direct like we normally do." Yeah, they don't need it. They're, I mean, I'm sure IGN also came to them and stuff. Yeah. Um, they don't need to be a part of anybody else's broadcast. They. Mm-hmm are just going to do their Nintendo Direct on their YouTube channel and Twitch channel, and then that's it. 
Or they're going to keep doing it. Actually, I think they said their next Nintendo Direct has been delayed for like a while. Yeah. So it's kind of sad. There's not a lot of Nintendo stuff going on this year. Yeah. There's a lot of everything else going on this year. But Nintendo's looking a little sad this year. Um. So yeah, don't expect much. I mean, of course, third-party publishers releasing stuff on Nintendo Switch will be all over Summer Games Fest. Summer Game Fest. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nintendo themselves look like they're not playing ball. Anyway, we got more Super Chats here. Hytham G with $5. So, Bob, didn't notice you were in a cameo in Carrie Diaries. <laughs> and did you see the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer aftermath? And where is Ash or Doom Guy with Mortal Kombat Pack 2? Will, that's all you? Uh, Yeah, we'll get to Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, we have that? Yeah. Is that was was that trailer the last guy? No, the the trailer we'll we'll get to it when we talk about Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. So hold tight, hide them G. Yeah. Uh yeah, I was in I was a background actor in one episode of The Carrie Diaries in yes. 2013. What are you catching up on your Carrie Diaries? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Cedric Matos said, with a dollar says, did you hear that new joke about EA? No, send us another dollar and tell us yeah. the punchline. <laughs> uh, Jamie89 became a member here on YouTube. Thank, Thank you. you. And Holden Drake with $10. Bob, did you like 20XX? I have not. I have it. I have not played it. Uh, Will, where to start with Hawkeye Comics? Thank you. Matt Fraction and David Oz's run on Hawkeye that's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. Jeff Lemire's like subsequent run, like immediately after, is also pretty good, and it kind of ties into it. But just read Mac Fractions. Hmm. Oh, my webcam isn't showing up for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it hasn't been for a while. I thought you were doing some pop stuff. No, I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. Uh, side note: Apparently, IGN is just gonna play live stream John Wick for free this Friday. Uh, the first one. On, yeah, on their YouTube channel. Oh, I still have not seen the third one. It's so good. Oh, my God. Have you played 20XX? No. And I am confusing it with 1980X, which is a game I really want to play. <laughs> 1980X? Yes. You Wait. don't know what Oh, I'm confusing that, too. Oh, 20XX is Mega Man. Uh, yes. The, oh, yes. I have played 20XX. Uh, it's good. 30XX, which is not out yet, is significantly better. Um, is that also Mega Man? It's also Mega Man. It's like a Mega Man. It's like a cooperative, uh, right. procedurally generated Mega Man X. Um, tw- but uh, where am I going with this? Uh, 19X, 1980X. Yes. Um, uh, that's the one that I have that I have not played. Oh, you have that? I downloaded it, but I have not touched it. Oh, bastard. So I wanted to play that. Because it looks well, super interesting. Well, I'm so sorry, but I don't think I can get my webcam working for you. Oh, Shazbot. Sorry about it. Oh, I can, well. I, I can do this, though. You can see me in slow motion. I don't. I just see your Hold Google on. Icon. You got to give me a minute there, buddy. Oh, that. Yeah, sure. That's so much better. Um. All right. Where are we? Um, Prince of Persia redemption footage came from a real canceled game. This yes. game 
you are a Prince of Persia guy. Yeah, because Prince of Persia is great. <laughs> um, we haven't had a new one since uh, the Xbox 360 generation, and it was a weird uh, spinoff game. Uh, but a video surfaced online this morning purporting to be footage from an unreleased Prince of Persia game. During the subtitle Redemption, the game appears to feature all the hallmarks of the series' modern installments like time-warping shenanigans and creepy sand enemies. Uh, Kotaku has learned that Prince of Persia Redemption uh, was indeed a real project at one point, but was ultimately canceled before seeing the light of day. Uh, Jonathan Cooper, a veteran animator whose previous work at Ubisoft Montreal... Um, and most recently contributed to The Last of Us Part Two, uh, confirmed the legitimacy of the Redemption video on Twitter. He also noted that it wasn't actually gameplay, but a pre-rendered game pitch overseen oh. by then Ubisoft Montreal animator animation director uh, Kai Wynn. The team did such a great job making it look like gameplay, Cooper said, that it inspired a similar pitch for Assassin's Creed for, uh, 3. Sadly, Ubisoft are generally quicker to cancel Prince of Persia games uh, than other IP because, as far as uh, Cooper knows, original series creator Jordan Mechner still holds the license rights, so the profit margins are lower. And then there's the video of Prince of Persia Redemption. I'm clicking through it now. I'm not playing it because we get copyright takedowns for a lot of this stuff. Is there anything else? Uh, Wynn, who now serves as art director for Ubisoft, further corroborated this information in an email to Kotaku, explaining that Prince of Persia Redemption video is a tar- target game footage of a canceled game. So when was this? This this, this is on posted on YouTube in 2012. Yeah, so the, it was posted in 2012. Um, so... It's the article further says a common theory is that it was uploaded to YouTube unlisted and only recently became public. Two years ago, an account belonging to Ubisoft Montreal assistant technical director Marc Andre Bellou nailed it. Uh, <laughs> left a surprise a surprise sounding comment asking the uploader where they found the footage. When contacted by Kotaku, Bellou declined to comment. Although Prince of Persia is currently enjoying a life as a virtual reality escape room, there was a time when players could look forward to Ubisoft pushing out new games, uh, a new time-traveling Arabian ROMs at a regular clip. So basically, this was uploaded years ago, unlisted, mm-hmm. and then eventually was made public sometime after the game was canceled. He was probably using it as like a portfolio piece like yeah. internally. Mm-hmm. Um. It looks really smooth. I didn't know it wasn't actual gameplay. Yeah. It looks really, really smooth. I it, mean, it, it kind of makes sense that it's not actual gameplay if they were just using it to, to pitch a new game. Yeah. It also just looks like a more fluid Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Am I right to assume that Assassin's Creed killed Prince of Persia? I Basically. there There's, unrelated to this, there is a pitch video of like an Xbox 360 uh, Prince of Persia mm-hmm. that looks identical to Assassin's Creed. So they just made it Assassin's Creed. Yeah, isn't that what happened? Isn't Didn't Prince of Persia slowly turn into Assassin's Creed? Well, Assassin's Creed started off as next-gen Prince of Persia and then morphed into Assassin's right, Creed. Right, that's what I thought. They did release two Assassin's Creed games for that generation. No, sorry, they released two Prince of Persia games for that generation 
Meanwhile, they released like a thousand Assassin's Creed games. So it's like a Devil May Cry situation where Devil May Cry was... Well, Resident Evil 4, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, yeah. Um, but the difference is Capcom still puts out Resident Evil and Devil May Cry games. Ubisoft apparently doesn't do Prince of Persia games anymore. Ubisoft, I, I keep saying every Ubisoft game is the same game. And, and they all some... feel the same. And this, looking at this demo, it just looks like freaking Assassin's Creed. Well, I, the, the, I think they could make a good Prince of Persia game because Prince of Persia, like the best ones at least, were not big open world sandboxes. They were linear experiences. Mm-hmm. So if they if they wanted to do that with, the, with you know, Prince of Persia, I'd get it in a heartbeat. There's just every Ubisoft game is the same game with like a small twist. Yeah. You know? And that Prince of Persia's would be this is Assassin's Creed, but it's linear. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think that would be better because, like, you know, how many times can you go to an open world, you know, place in the past, jump off of something high and stab <laughs> a dude in the neck? Yeah, I don't need uh every one of my games to be open world. I yeah. like uh, I like to turn my brain off and have a linear experience every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I like seeing these canceled games or these pitches yeah. that were could have been a thing. Again, do we know what year this was? It it was posted in 2012, but it was probably before that. Well, they well, said the this la- was this was a uh uh Cooper said that it inspired a similar pitch for Assassin's Creed Three. So this was before yeah. Assassin's Creed Three. So that was a long time ago. Hold on a second. I'm trying to see when that the was. last the last Prince of Persia game was the Forgotten Sands, and that came out in 2010. Oh, uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Three was 2012. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was way earlier than that. Uh, so this that totally overlaps. Totally, yeah, lines up. Yeah, so yeah. it was posted on YouTube in 2012. So could have been something in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Uh, and the Prince of Persia was what 2010? The last one. Yeah, 2010. That's 10 years ago was the last Prince of Persia game. That's crazy. Um, so there you go. This is a game that could have been but isn't. Yeah, that and that sucks because it should have been. Speaking of games that have never... Uh, that, that have died. Yeah. Uh, Skate 3. Yeah, or the Skate series in general. Yes. Uh, so there is a Skate 3 remake in the works, but it's not what we want (laughs) at least one former professional skateboarder says he's been approached about a new video game in the skate series uh jason dill leaked the information during a recent episode of the podcast the nine club um and he goes on to say i got a call from the ea people about 10 months ago and they said hey we want to talk about the skate game and i said oh fine that's fine they said basically hey jason uh, we want to do a mobile version of Skate 3. And I wrote back and said, what else? And she wrote back, no, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. They should have made him sign a contract or something, like, yeah. like an NDA or something. That so, was a Jason Dill goes on to say, so I wrote back, look, no big deal. No one wants your stupid mobile version of Skate 3. <laughs> Make Skate effing 4 already. Just do it. Just make the game and just participate again. You can't level it to do the same numbers uh, you can get on other games. You do it for a cultural thing that pays you back later. And that's how corporations effing 
effing can work if they play their cards right. And she wrote me back and said, basically, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> so I wrote her back and said, well, have a lot of luck with Need for Speed 29. I won't be in your stupid mobile game. I think it's effing dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, I actually listen to this podcast sometimes. Like oh, the, yeah? the clips that they have. It's a great, yeah. it's, it's actually a really good podca- podcast. The Nine Club. They have a lot of, you know, like old. Oh, old yeah. Skaters um, on. I, yeah. I, I've watched their Bam Majera one. The Bam one was good. They had one with Tony Hawk where he talks yeah. about how he got paid for uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yes. Yes. I remember that. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So if we are going to get a new entry in the skate series, it's just going to be a mobile port. Sorry. <laughs> that would be the worst thing. That'd be the worst move. That well, a mobile be... port of Skate 3, I don't think is that bad. But there... if the next Skate game is a mobile game, if that Skate would be bad. Skate 4 is a mobile game, that would be bad. Yes. yes. Or they, if they just if call they... it like Skate Mobile, that would piss people if they, off. If they put Skate 3 on mobile, that's one thing. Because they put Tony Hawk 2 on iPhone. Mm-hmm. I played it. It's fine. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. It, I, I mean, expected you to say it was terrible. I mean, it's not great. It, it works much better with actual buttons and the soundtrack is completely different so minus three points that way um but it, it functioned um but i feel like skate would be better because the movement's all analog mm-hmm. so you like you know flick your finger on the screen a certain way to do a certain trick um that is true unless of course they ea mobilize it where you have to pay two dollars to unlock a board or whatnot um but yeah if, if skate four comes to mobile and that's that's a problem yeah uh so good on this guy yeah <laughs> for just completely ruining their plans and blowing the yeah. lid on it uh we got a loony from sarah anderson thank you thank you uh do i have anything else in the chat no nothing else Mm-hmm. Bengi says, "Damn, Will, tell him." <laughs> I mean, look, he's he's not wrong. <laughs> the last thing on here is Mortal Kombat 11. Yes, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 story mode continues on May 26th with RoboCop. Dude, this looks freaking sick. Uh, great news for fans of Mortal Kombat 11 single player narrative this morning. Uh, NetherRealm Studios revealed Mortal Kombat 11 aftermath. A new $40 expansion that Ooh. continues the game's story and adds new fighters, including returning favorites, Fujin and Shiva, uh, and a certain half-man, half-machine, all-cop. Uh, as Liu Kang prepares to reshape history as his reward for defeating Kronika at, in Mortal Kombat 11 story mode, spoiler alert, uh, the evil sorcerer Shang Tsung appears with some familiar faces at his side. It turns out Liu Kang cannot fix history without Kronika's crown um, destroyed during their battle. The only way to retrieve it is to send Shang Tsung back in time. Are we really going to trust this dude? Does it help that RoboCop is coming with him? (laughs) Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath will be available on all digital platforms uh, May 26th. Uh, All players will gain access to the free update with the new arenas. Uh, including the return of the Deadpool and Soul Chamber, stage fatalities, and friendships. So everybody, regardless of whether or not you buy the Aftermath DLC, is getting um, stage fatalities, friendships, and new arenas. 
That's crazy. But of course, the big deal is that we're getting new characters, and the first new character they revealed is RoboCop. <laughs> I need to see this whole roster because it's pretty nuts. It, it is very nuts. Um, I mean, last round of DLC, you got Spawn, uh, you got the Terminator, um, you had uh, who else? It was where is he? RoboCop. No, I see RoboCop. Oh, there he is, Terminator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Joker. That was the other guy. What about the Ninja Turtles? That was Injustice. Oh, that's weird. I mean, it was weird, but you watch that reveal trailer where, like, the audience reaction. Oh, it was insane. That that was awesome. It's awesome. But, like, I would expect them to be in this, not in Injustice. That's weird. Well, Hellboy is also in Injustice. You know what it is? Because, remember, the Ninja Turtles are owned by Nickelodeon. Oh. So, I don't think they would have, you know, would have gone for this. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, So... This is all cool. Mm-hmm. There, there's no denying that. Wait, but... is Freddy Krueger in this, or is he in Injustice? Freddy Krueger is in Mortal Kombat Nine. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. I'm very confused. You are very yes. Um, I for- I already forgot who posted it here, but people are saying, you know, what about Ash from Evil Dead? What about all these other characters that were rumored to be in combat packs? My guess is this is just the start and they're going to unveil more characters down the road. Well, how realistic are those leaks? They were or pretty are they realistic. Just, is it just it people also... like, like speculating? Well, because I think the initial leak that revealed Ash also revealed Spawn and Joker. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll still get Ash. Yeah. What's That'd the problem cool. then? I, mean, I don't know. I think people just saw Robocop and like, that's not Ash. It's awesome, though. It is. I never would have expected RoboCop. It's going to be so weird because he is so slow. <laughs> That's he true. He can barely move. Um, when I see like the the character reveals in this game, yeah. they move really fast. Yeah, like Spawn is moving fast. Yeah. So, uh, so that's going to be really weird to see RoboCop yeah. fighting. Like uh, that. Also, I read somewhere that that is Peter Weller providing the voice of RoboCop. It does not sound like Peter Weller. <laughs> What's so, Peter Weller doing now? Just not being RoboCop. Apparently, he's like has a doctorate in art history, so he's like really, really into that stuff. He's a weird dude. <laughs> he is, but he was RoboCop in two movies. The dog's being weird. Yeah, he like limped into here. What's wrong, um, dog? So- but I think himself. we're I think we're overlooking the fact that this is the first Mortal Kombat story DLC for their single player story. Which Forty dollars. I mean, you're getting you're getting the whole kit and caboodle here. You're basically getting you know a season pa- a season two pass. Because I remember I think the season one pass was like forty dollars. Really? Yeah. That's so much. So there's eighty dollars worth of DLC for this freaking game. <laughs> I guess like all those characters. That's like how many DLC characters were there? Terminator. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't enough for you to jump into it, though, right? You, I mean, you I didn't liked Mortal I, Kombat 11. I I liked Mortal Kombat 11. I did not get the season pass. Now, did you beat Mortal Kombat 11? Yes. Oh, so you just didn't? 
you didn't keep playing after that. You know, yeah, because I mean, Mortal Kombat Nine. Uh, when that came out, that's the one with Freddy Krueger. I beat the story mode campaign, but that was a game I kept going back to because it just it was so fun. And I actually got all the downloadable characters for that. There were only four, mm-hmm. and it was a lot cheaper. But that felt like a more worthwhile experience than just plunking down, you know, all this money for all these characters for a game that I'm not revisiting very often. Right, right, right. Yeah. I uh, mean, if they sell the aftermath, just the story, and it's like significantly less, I might consider it. I don't see that happening. I, f- I yeah. feel like people. I feel like they're trying to sell everything. They're yeah. trying to give you all of it. You know. Maybe they'll sell the characters individually, but I don't see them selling uh, just the story True. by itself. And even if yeah. they do, it probably won't be that. It'll probably be like 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, I lost my Google Keep. What happened? Oh, boy. But anyway, that's all we got. Mm-hmm. But it's cool that it's all coming out at once. Yes, and it, for all systems. Was the Switch version after all the other versions, or were they all the same? No, it was all, all the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're doing good work over there with Mortal yeah. Kombat. We got $2 for Mecha Dragon. What editing software you guys use for your videos? Uh, Adobe Premiere. Adobe Premiere. Uh, but you can uh, use whatever you want. It, yeah. it doesn't. Whatever, whatever you can reasonably afford and whatever works best for you. Yes. Yeah, it really, you're just chopping up bits. You know, it, it really yeah. doesn't matter what you can uh, use for an iMovie on your phone if you want. You can use iMovie. DaVinci Resolve is free. That's the one I was. I gotta text Greg right now because yeah. I was trying to tell him of a free software. I totally forgot about DaVinci Resolve. I do want to like try it out for realsies because I heard it's like not much different than uh, than Premiere. Yeah, I've heard it's very similar, and like even like you know you can pay for add-ons and stuff, and they're reasonably priced, and it's not subscription based; it's one and done. Yes. It also, you get the, the full DaVinci Resolve, which doesn't add that much, but you get it for free if you get a Blackmagic camera. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, we also got AirMJ, who became a member here on YouTube. Oh, thank you for becoming a member. Thank you. Uh, all right. That's all, right. all the stories. But yes, I, feel, I always forget. I have an unboxing. You have an unboxing? Because I have an unboxing. You, you made me go to the post office, remember? Yeah, but I also have an unboxing now. In a, in a pandemic. I also forgot that I did that. Uh, All right. We do that before the tweet of the week, right? Correct. Okay. All right. I'm doing my unboxing. Or oh, we could dual unbox. We could. Mine, guess what this is, Will. Uh, I'm guessing it's 8-Bit 2. No. But it, it's a brick of cocaine. Yes. Uh, I will open it now. All right. I will open up this. This is a portable emulator. Ah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Uh, I don't think a company sent this to us. You don't think? Nope. Why are you? Is it bad? Is well, it bad? it's an Amazon package for one thing. It oh, that, is. It, it could Are you still. Ready? Uh, no, I'm not ready. It could still be a company. It is. No, it's not. It is One Piece Pirate Warriors Four oh, for my the good Nintendo Lord. Switch. 
With God a note, help us all. With a note that says, time to see if a noob can get into it, payback for being a smartass, uh, heart the weeb den. Oh my God. That's Fred. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Fred. Trying to get us into One Piece. I would like, he, we had a little talk about whether or not you can play that game without knowing any One Piece anything. And I, you know what? I'd give it a shot. It's Pirate Warriors Four. That's I know. Three I know. Pirate Warriors games. I know. Wait, this is not the one that's basically Spider Man, right? No. Okay. I mean, so it could then. be, but I, 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 no, that's World Seeker. Okay. So then, which one is this? It's the other one, Will. Let me turn the chat off. Get the chat out of here. I don't trust you people. Uh. All right, so. This is what a lot of people have been asking me to talk about. Oh. Uh, this is the RG350, but they made a new version. This is the RG350M. Oh. It's by Amber Nick. Amber Nick. So it's just a portable emulator. It will, my next video will probably be on this. This is a weird sort of foam piece. This is all messed up in the box here. This yeah, is... But heavy duty looking wow yeah i've heard this is like one of the top of the line like the, possibly the top of the line one it's pretty thick yeah. uh this is like aluminum Ooh. so all oh, these joysticks oh these are just joy cons dude really these are just joy con thumbsticks which people are gonna be like oh you're gonna get joy con drift but <laughs> whatever dude um on the regular RG350, uh, these are swapped, the D-pad yeah. and the thumbstick. Uh, so this is much nicer. I'd much rather have the D-pad up here. Yeah, because you're probably going to use that for like 16-bit games. These thumbsticks, you, you got, these are... Actually, this is not bad. I mean, you use it with your freaking knuckles, but... Yeah. Oh, they click in like freaking Joy-Con. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm super down for this. This is really cool. Uh, I will not turn it on uh let's wait for my video next week how about that there you go unless something else happens but i will probably be making a video on it uh, i'm very excited to try that out thank you retro mimi for sending it uh, i don't know if you can get it on their site yet i think they still have the old version uh but yeah what do you got over there oh is that the only thing you got that was yeah, just one piece oh okay Cool. I will add it to my growing collection of physical Switch games. All right. Uh, we got more super chats. We got. Uh, where where did we leave off? Uh, Bruce Patrick with two dollars. What did you guys think of the Last of Us Two trailer? I didn't talk about it because uh, I didn't think there was much to talk about. Yeah. Other than it just looks amazing. It looks freaking awesome. I didn't excited. realize they dropped a new trailer. <laughs> yeah, they dropped the trailer today. And it, it's just a two-minute long story trailer. Okay. But it looks amazing. I, I'm guessing it's a lot like, uh, you can't go over there, Ellie. I'm going to do what I have to. And then, like, screaming in monsters. And then, you betrayed me. You betrayed yourself. And then more of that. And then it's, it's she shivs a guy in the neck. It, actually, yes. <laughs> and then Joel, Joel appears and it's like, you ready for this? And Ellie goes, I was born ready for this. And then the creature comes out and then the last of us part two PG 13 or whatever. You kind of nailed it. 
Yeah. It's it's kind of that's like it was really good, but it was very cookie cutter trailer, you know. Yeah. Uh but I'm excited for it. And I don't think I still don't think we have a date. I thought they, we did. I think they just said June, didn't they? Yeah, that's hold on. I'll look it up. All right, you look it up and I'll say Ben Tendo with five dollars. Uh you guys are great. To be honest, I probably wouldn't have a Switch if it weren't for you guys. I look forward to your videos every week. Keep up the good work. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Bintendo, I'm glad we can help you out. Um, Maria in the chat says, Retro Mimi has been shipping slower than usual because of COVID, so good luck, even if they have it. They already are weird with shipping. Uh, I always just recommend waiting until it's on Amazon. Yeah. But again, you can get this from anywhere. You can get this from freaking uh, Alibaba or AliExpress. Uh, Last of Us 2 comes June 19th. Oh. I got my Call of Duty switched over to my Xbox, so I will be deleting it from my... Actually, I had to switch back to my PlayStation because I only have the disc for PlayStation. Yeah. So if I, if I want to play anything but Warzone, I have to play it on my PlayStation. But... I think I can delete Warzone now. That should save up like 100 gigabytes. All right. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Uh, this was a little goof. It was a little funny one. Uh, it just says, I'm. And it's from Gwen's Comics. It uh, looks like a like a text message. I don't think this is a tweet DM. Uh, oh, by the way, may I ask if this is a commission? Just to be sure. What's... What's commission mean? There's my rates as an artist. I have no clue, but I rate you a 10. <laughs> oh, that was good. That is good. That was a good one. Um, anyway, now is when we talk to you people. Yes. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfdenLive. If you'll have to comment on last week's WolfdenLive, then this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Yes. Uh, first up, uh, what? Don't switch. What are you doing? My Discord's freaking out. Uh, hashtag Wolf Den Live. We got Alice in the sleepy quarantined meowth 2020. It says news comes out on Thursdays because marketing wise, it's the best days to release news and get traction. Second best is Tuesday. Friday is the worst day to release news because there is less internet traffic. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Times can probably change due to weird real life times. I know yeah. for like YouTube, Tuesday to Thursday is the best days. Monday is also okay, but I noticed personally that on Mondays, people are more pissy. Mm. So if you post something, you'll get a lot more crap from people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Katie Mitchell have you all seen all the data mining info for Animal Crossing? I know Bob's kind of getting bored of it, but with the addition of things like the cafe and farming and stuff, I think it's going to get really cool. I think we talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, supposedly Brewster is a guy who has yes. a cafe, and there was some data mining done, and like he's going to be in the game eventually. Yeah. Uh, so maybe in a future like update, he'll be hanging around. Uh, I don't know about the farming stuff, though. I I mean it. Uh, the game keeps pulling me back in, mm -hmm. but you know, once I unlock terraforming and then I terraform, I'm gonna probably put the game down. Like there's an end game for me personally. Uh, and then I got this was from our buddy Simone Stig. 
Yes. Uh, I guess they couldn't get BitBoys. Hashtag Wolf Den Live. And this is an article. It says, New York City buys handheld game consoles to occupy Rikers inmates in coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> I found this on AliExpress and I bought one. Really? Yes. They, they're they $5, uh, but the shipping ended up costing like $15. Yeah, the article says that the city purchased 5,500 of these $15 handhelds. I want to know how much they paid because they probably paid a lot and all these guys did was just go on aliexpress and buy a crate yeah. of them they come with games pre-installed so new york state just pirated the how many games <laughs> yeah so ugh. i mean i bought it so we're gonna probably check it out for a video but yeah it sounds like there's some sounds like there's some problems that's that's i mean Good for these Rikers inmates. <laughs> I would like, I would love to get one of these if I was in there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a very weird situation. Yeah. And the company that bought them, uh, they have it here. It's a, oh, f- yeah, look at this company. They, they like are one of those, like, they're, they just exist as like a shell company that sells stuff to the city. Mm hmm. I can't even click on it. Oh, here we go. Products, safety equipment, office supplies, food products, electronics, they plumbing supplies. Yeah, they just the government was like, "We need this. Can you help?" And they were like, "Okay, we'll just go on Alibaba and just drop ship yeah. it to you." Um anyway. Uh Katie Mitchell says, "Have y'all seen all the data?" Oh, I read that already. Uh what to Latchlin Everett, what controller recommendations do you recommend for Banjo, Conquer, and Goldeneye? Keyboard, mouse, or Xbox 360? The Xbox 360 is rough. Yeah. I also don't recommend keyboard and mouse. Yeah. I recommend trying your best with the Xbox 360 controller. Yeah, uh, honestly. It's different for every game. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Mario 64, you want the right stick to be the C stick, even though it doesn't work that good. Um ocarina of time you want the d-pad to be the c-stick because yeah you use that for items and stuff uh i mean golden eye good golden eye you might be able to work with that um you would have to do one of the control schemes in the game that makes the sticks work how they do in first person shooters yeah but you might have to swap the sticks like in the in the emulator um Conquer. Well, I mean, they ported Conquer to the Xbox One for the Rare Replay Collection, so that should, you know, find out what that control scheme is, and just copy that. Here's what I recommend. I don't think I have it here. <laughs> Hyperkin makes a USB oh, yeah. adapter for N64 controllers. Mm-hmm. Get that. But I mean. The, the Xbox 360 controller is just the easiest controller to use with emulators because yeah. Windows picks it up right away. Or it should pick it up right away. I don't know. I always have controller problems with emulators. Anyway, last week's Wolf Den Live. Uh, we got Pins, who says, Imagine disliking this perfect channel. Imagine. Imagine. People do just, it. Just imagine. 
Richard Kramer said, did they really say Bethesda was a good developer that cares about their customers? Oh, God, here we go. Okay. Fallout 76 says, no, they do not. This makes me question if they know what the F they are even talking about. All right, they got one. They got one bad one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, it's pretty unanimous that, that they're a good developer. I mean, I, mean, they, they, I mean, Fallout 4 had a lot of, like, glitchy problems. I know Fallout 4 had a lot of glitchy stuff, and everybody hates Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, people like uh, the Elder Scrolls stuff. They like what they're doing with all the id franchises, mm-hmm. except Rage, because that game just should stop being a game. Instead <laughs> of Bethesda, we should have said id. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, Tharsman says there was minimal boat stuff in Origins. Uh, lots of it in Odyssey, none in Syndicate or Unity. Supposedly, Valhalla boats will mostly be transportation because Vikings didn't really do much sea warfare for use, uh, just use long boats to land and then fight on foot. Basically, if it fits the culture slash period, they use boats a lot or a little or not at all. My issue with the last two Assassin's Creed games is they have just villages and settlements, no large cities and tall buildings to climb, and very limited chances for uninterrupted rooftop parkour. Even 3 did its best to offer streams of treetop parkour while out of town. I haven't played since 4, and I would assume that, I mean, that the rooftop parkour is the best part. Yeah, Uh, and he's right. Three, you know took place in the colonial America and those didn't have the biggest buildings, but you know, even in the frontier, you could parkour through the trees. Yeah. They try, they clearly designed the game so that the trees would take the place of some of the rooftops or you can like chain through trees to the rooftops. Yeah. And that was fine, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I liked three. Yeah. Three wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, I think we kind of said, cause we were confused as to what had boat stuff and what did it, but I think, that lines up with what I was saying last week. You said uh, you were torn between Unity and Syndicate not having boat stuff. Yeah, I wasn't sure. because Apparently Unity... it was both. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they'll add boats, like boat combat to Valhalla. I'm saying that Syndicate and Unity were being developed alongside 4. And that's why they didn't put boat stuff in it because they didn't know boat stuff was going to be as popular. Right. But I feel like if Odyssey and Origins had boat stuff and Valhalla is going to follow the same template specifically of Odyssey and Origin, they'll put boat combat. Well, he's saying there's minimal in Origins. Right. Well, because Origins was first and then Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. And then now we're up to Valhalla. So they're probably just there. There will be boat stuff. I just don't know if it will be as big as apparently Odyssey had it. Yeah. I mean, boats were a big Viking thing, but he's saying that they were mostly used for transportation. Right, which I get, but... Because when I, when I was looking up Norse, like, history for the whole... Uh, uh, what's it called? The whole friggin' uh, Elder Scrolls nonsense when I was, yeah. like, doing the art history and stuff for that, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of boat stuff. Yeah. They had, they, they had some pretty intricate boats. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I guess they didn't use them for warfare. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Casey McComas says, uh, a way out was terrible. I paid $30 for it and had to apologize to a coworker for wasting hours of his life. It got traded to lame stop. Oh, sick burn. 
that was good. It's a good game. It's only thirty dollars. Yeah. Eric Mott, LOL. Why are you using Uber Eats like a teenager? Worst service on the planet. How about you give me a suggestion for a better one instead of just slapping it out of my face? You know. Uh, I forgot. Uh, who posted it? I uh, use all of them. A friend of mine sent sent it to me. It's like, um, you know, food total, like fifteen dollars. Uh, tip three dollars. Taxes two dollars. Total ninety eight dollars. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what happens. Yeah. Breeds. If- and DoorDash and Seamless and all those other apps. I use Grubhub more. Partly because they have an option to pick up from the place and they don't take a cut. You just go pick it up. Uh, But I haven't been able to do that lately because everything's closed. Um, And Grubhub takes less fees than Uber Eats. But a lot more things are on Uber Eats than on Grubhub. So uh, I jump between Grubhub and Uber Eats. Now I've been doing Postmates because I have all this credit on Postmates for some reason. Uh, I learned how to cook. Oh, look so at you, I big did, man. I, I just bypass all of that. It's just I'm, easier that way. I just make trash food. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm not making like gourmet dinners or whatnot, but I make I'm, I make decent enough food. I'm gonna my wife does myself, not complain. Uh, probably a chicken sandwich after this. Mm, that sounds uh, good. What I do is I'm I'm a very lazy cook. I got already like basic. I got that Tyson chicken that you just put in the oven and that's it. Yeah, I've, I've, I got that too. Uh, now what I do is I put tin foil around it and I cook uh-huh. it like normal. And then about like when there's like five minutes left, I crack an egg and put it on top. Okay. So that like cooks on it. I, I try to get fancy. And by that, I just I squeeze a lime into what I'm cooking. <laughs> <laughs> we got, oh, we're in the chat now. Okay. But first we got $10 from Anthony Anthony. He's got two first names. Fellow New Yorker here. I'm a comic guy like Will, but I was convinced by Bob to grab a Switch. My question is, are people really good on Smash Online, or am I just really bad because I always lose? No. People are really good, and also the lag makes it way harder than it should be. Yeah. I'm still not an elite Smash. I do fine in, like, private lobbies and, like, when I'm playing people in real life, but on quick play, I just can't. I just can't get a good win streak going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Film Optics with $2. What audio recording software do you use? Uh, Audition. Yeah. I hear Audacity is good too. That's free. Yeah. Uh, well, Audacity uh, is what I use to convert this to audio for the oh. iTunes version of the podcast. Um, and it's fine. Cause it's, it, it's, it's basic, but it has everything you need to just load up the audio, check it for anything cut out dead air and then just export it and upload it um but like major stuff and fixes we use audition because it's part of the adobe suite yeah i I use audition because yeah uh we have it yeah it's just part of it uh anyway sarah anderson with a loony and then she said sorry that was my last dollar (laughs) take it back (laughs) yeah (laughs) we don't need it thank you though uh Anyway, now we're in the chat. Kate yes. Kanji Sutra says, Bob, why did you not tell us you that you played Guilfoyle in the hit HBO show Silicon Valley? I, I, I just wanted to keep this separate from my acting career. Yeah. Um, uh, Kate 
Cube G1 says, is it possible to LAN a Wii? Like, say you wanted to play Mario with someone that has another Wii in the same house. Yes. Well, I think he's he's saying uh, doing a local connection. Yeah. Well, what Mario game would you do that? I don't think... I don't Mario think any Kart. Mario game on the Wii has a... Oh, Mario Kart? Mario yeah. Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart, sure. I, I'm pretty sure there is... But um, I, don't, I don't know about local. It it will probably just requires some trickery. I'm sure yeah. if you Google it, like, Wii LAN connection or whatnot. Yeah, like, they have LAN adapters, but... Yeah. Plugging two of them... Like, playing... doing Making a local network on the Wii sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh... Mike UK says, Bob, go check Ministry of Broadcast on Switch for a Prince of Persia quirky platform adventure game. Never heard of this game before. It's a, it's a side scroller. Looks really cool. Prince of huh. Persia style. Oh, like old school Prince of Persia? That's very strange. Is this by the, uh, what company made this? Uh, Ministry of Broadcast Studios. Oh. It looks like oh, a Sword and Sorcery EP. I've seen this, but I haven't, like, delve into it. We got $10 from Joey Lappin. What? neighborhood are you in bob is that what you're saying i'm in brooklyn or williamsburg i should say but like east ish um that's where i'm at and i haven't uh, left for a month and a half latchy says that will uh it is pronounced locky with a sad face emoticon um well then spell it that way well then not anymore <laughs> yeah Lachi. Uh, Abram says, do you all have any interest in playing Streets of Rage 4? Yes. Yes. Oh! Do we get codes? I gotta check later. I have yeah. My email has just been... It just exploded. I have, I have not been looking. I submitted for one. Haven't gotten it. Kind of mad. I'm gonna what buy it I, anyway. What did I submit for on Key Mailer? Oh, Skater XL. Oh, okay. We yeah. probably have that. I just need to send yeah. it to you. Uh, Brian Cartigan in the chat says, hi, what are your thoughts? Oh, with $5. Hi, what are your thoughts on the one terabyte micro SD? The one I got right here. Uh, it's $259 now, about a hundred dollars less than before. Should I buy or continue to wait? Do you need a terabyte? Yeah. Chances are you, I feel like most people don't. Yeah. So I say it's not, it's only worth it if you really need it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I'm fully aware that I'm an asshole and I like to have all of my digital stuff on my console forever. Well, no, and all of my games are digital. It's that's not, where, that's where I'm an asshole is that all of my games are digital. <laughs> well, no. Cause like there are plenty of people just like you. It's just that not everybody buys every single game that comes out for the switch. Yeah. There's, so, a, there's a lot of overlap in my asshole this year. And that's why I need this for most people. 256 maximum 400 yeah is fine like yeah. i have a 400 and it's fine yeah the 400 is a really good deal yeah it's like it's under 100 dollars, i think oh yeah i i got it for like a, i forgot how much i paid for it, but it was i think it was less than 50 when i bought mine 
It's 512. 512 is still pretty expensive. It's 6366 on Amazon right now. 512 is $80. Yeah. So that's not bad. It's it's better than it was, yeah. You could even buy two 512s. Yeah. Uh But yeah, I'd say get those. Those are more worth it, but if you have one of those and you're running out of space like I am, it's time to upgrade. Oh, beat him up, Cecilia. Hello. Oh, hey. Uh, oh, apparently I paid nothing because I must have used points or whatever. Wood, when's our video coming out? Me and Wood did a video. Where is it, Wood? Yeah, I paid, I paid 50 bucks, but I used Amazon rewards. Go me. Well, I've been getting a lot of flack, or I've been getting a lot of... Uh, I've been getting made fun of. Because For what this time? Because my PlayStation name is Wolfwood. Okay. But I made that like 15 years ago. Yeah. You you made it, you know, in honor of the, the hit uh, early 2000s anime that I'm currently rewatching, Trigun. <laughs> yeah, I was a I was a freaking weeb kid. And yeah. now everybody's like, oh, it's, it's beat-em-ups. <laughs> no, it's this guy, man. Wolfwood. Yeah. Come on, man. Look, yeah, at, look at how cool Wolfwood. that is. He's a priest, but he like doesn't care. Yeah. Killing people is cool. Oh, he got it back from his editor. Oh, God. A lot of people are asking if I got a haircut. This happens every time I put my hair in a ponytail. Yeah, so just don't ever do that. And that's not a ponytail. <laughs> that's a, No, that, that's a man <laughs> bun. I, I got into this argument with a friend of mine who did the same crap that you're doing. A ponytail looks like the tail of a pony. That's why yeah, it's yep. called a ponytail. Uh-huh. No, I agree. I agree. You're right. You can change it now. You have no excuse. I'm not... I'm, that's my gamer tag, man. I'm keeping it. Actually, yeah, it was my Xbox gamer tag first. Yeah. All right. Parker says, hey, Will, what's your opinion on Batman Returns? <laughs> I watched it for the first time and thought it was pretty good. Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed like Batman? <laughs> uh, that's a movie I will never hate, but it is... It, I, it, it, it does that, not that, hold up, man. Yeah, exactly. It does not. There, there's just there's there's a lot of good stuff about it, but there's a lot of really bad stuff about it. Whatever worked in Batman '89 still worked and worked really well. Whatever didn't work in Batman '89 really doesn't work in Batman Forever. Uh, Batman I need to rewatch Batman '89 because I just remember watching Batman Returns like somewhat recently and being like, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> I remember liking this." No, Bat- Batman 89 holds up a lot more than Batman Returns does. I mean, there's there's good parts of Batman Returns, but not a lot. <laughs> uh, this is the last one I'm going to read. Nathaniel Arias, did I read that right? In the chat says, are you guys excited about the Xbox Series X conference tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to watch it. I don't know what to expect, um, so I'm not really. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I'll I'll check it out. But I don't. It's it's weird because usually when they show off like gameplay like that, especially like early on in the next generation, like it's hard to tell the difference between previous gen and next gen. You know? Yeah, they just look. It, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's especially now. Like The Last of Us looks like next gen. And like I said not. before, you know, 4K versus 1080P on a small on a you know a smaller screen. 
it's like hard to discern the difference. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like unless there's something like obvious, you know, it's not going to be that impressive. Uh, so we also got two dollars from Miguel Perez, who says, "Hi, Will. Have you ever sent a game, uh, a comic to the uh, CGC? No the comics grading commission. Okay, thank. No, because that that costs money that I don't want to spend, and also I don't think I have anything that could be considered worthy because the CGC they are very meticulous when they grade stuff. Like they look at everything. If there is if there is a, a page bent slightly out of shape, they dock you like 10 points and you're, you know, your comic that you thought was worth hundreds is only worth five bucks. Yeah. So it costs money. And also if you think something's rated really high, it could make your comic worth less. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, so also too, when you get your comic graded by them, they put it in a vacuum sealed plastic case that you can't open unless you smash it with a hammer. You don't really have anything that's like that collectible that you would want to do that. Anyway, no, right? I, if I did, it would have to be something like, you know, first appearance of the Joker or whatever. Right. So yeah, I got, I got nothing like that. All right. Uh, that's it. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archived version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you could do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms please be sure to subscribe rate and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores also if you want to watch just a little bit of wolf den live or maybe you want to send a specific clip over to your buddies then head on over to wolf den clips where our good friend eric henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure uh also go to twitch.tv slash wolf den and click on the get out of here, Jimmy Wetzel. Go over to uh, twitch.tv slash wolfden. There's a follow button somewhere. It's not there for me because this is my channel. Uh, click on that and put notifications on so that you know when I go live. I'll probably be live tomorrow night. <laughs> probably Mario Maker, unless I really feel like something else. Um, yeah. But I've been have I've been streaming a lot over there. It's been a good time. Uh, and if you don't want to see a live stream, I put them all. YouTube.com slash Wolf Den Vods, where all the live streams get recorded forever. Uh, but anyway, if you don't want to do any of that, it's fine too. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.